we up. Another edition of Paper Out. What up, what up, what up, what up? Serious XM Faction Talk Channel 103. Fellas, did I tell y'all I was at the Super Bowl? Uh, this is, uh, I think mentioned he mentioned it. it. Post-Super Bowl. Post-Super yeah. Bowl Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> you might have mentioned it. Still coming down from the Super Bowl high 72 you know, you know, hours later. <laughs> you know you know what's crazy is uh, my 13 years playing, I never wanted to go to the Super Bowl. Never went. I, I think I may have went once because it was Super Bowl 50. Uh, I was broadcasting. I was doing CBS, right? Uh, so it was pretty cool. But other than that, man, like, I never went to the Super Bowl. Always wanted to go home and watch the game. I'll be there all week. I'll leave Saturday or Sunday morning, right? But I'm like, I'm not going to the Super Bowl until I'm playing in the Super Bowl. But now that I'm retired, I'm enjoying going to the Super Bowl, like the actual game. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Do it is regret? pretty cool. But that, but I, But I still stand on the game is better watched at home than – uh, live like I like to be around cool people not too many right yeah. you can sit there enjoy your food it's just a great <laughs> it's a great vibe definitely do you regret not going when you were playing no I don't regret it because it was a mindset it was you know it oh, kept me on edge a little bit it was literally I'm not going to the Super Bowl until I'm playing in the Super Bowl so I don't regret not going at all because I, I, I enjoyed everything around it. Like I went to the Super Bowl. I made great money. Um, mm. You know, I went to the parties. You know, I had a great time uh, going to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I still got everything I needed out of it, I believe. I feel you. you know, a lot of guys make a, a shit ton of money um, when they, they have a bunch of appearances out there. So when you see these guys out there, a lot of them are out there going from one appearance to the next and they're just throwing bags at guys. Right, right. Exactly. Hosting what, parties or like speaking engagements. Speaking engagements. Can, can you guess how much the most money I made in a weekend at the Super Bowl? Four days. All together? Four days? Yes. I'm going to say half a mil. Oh, Damn, I wish I wasn't in it like that. You probably pulled in, you probably pulled in a good 100K. 100K in four days. In between, in between. It was a quarter. Mm. Okay. It was a quarter. Yeah, yeah. Damn, from speaking engagements? No, it's like you just show up, bro. Walkthroughs. I ran into into Chris Johnson, and uh, I'm walking through the Cosmo, this Super Bowl. I run into Chris Johnson and Lindale White, right? And they're just in this little bar, just casual. So I obviously stop, say what up, kicking it for a second. And I look around like, hold on, are y'all getting paid to sit here and drink right now? <laughs> it was like three o'clock in the afternoon, just in a random bar, just a couple <laughs> fans in there. It was so low key, and then it was like you already know, just sitting in a uh, in the lobby of a casino, getting paid crazy. Damn, just to be in the room, just to be in the room. What's going on, guys? What's going on in America right now? Because did I tell you I was in Spain too? That I'm in Spain now. Yeah. Well, across the water. I, I, I did want. I, I no one's mentioning it, but I did want to um, throw out that it is Valentine's Day, so you know it's a lot of candy and flowers all over the place. But for me, this is a special day because it's my mother's birthday. So I just wanted to shout out my mom, Arlene. Happy birthday! Okay, happy birthday! Happy mom. birthday, Miss Arlene. That's a so her birthday is on Valentine's Day. Wow! Literally on Valentine's Day. So. Does she any, enjoy any her birthday being on Valentine's Day? 
Um, I mean, yeah, you know, like I've always been her child, so I ain't never like do anything crazy. I've taken her out to dinner, um, nice flowers, you know, nice things. Right. Is does that present any conflict for you? Right, because you have a you know you have your lady and then your mom, right? So like, yeah. what do you do? You gotta take um, your lady out, but your it's your mom's birthday. It has created conflict in the past, but that's why siblings come along and they take her out when I can't take her out, <laughs> you know. Uh, but okay. it is difficult. You know, I ain't gonna lie. But I also never really wake had up. any girlfriends that was like jealous of my mom. No, 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 no. You had one. You told me about one. Oh, and she had to yes. Go. Sorry, you sorry, sorry. She wasn't jealous, <laughs> be but she thought she was more important. She thought she was more okay. important. I know what you're talking about, but yeah. she wasn't jealous. No. <laughs> hey, get the spotlight off of me. Where y'all love stories at? <laughs> I ain't got no man. Let's talk to the, the, you know what I mean? Let's let's get to the, to the <laughs> meat and potatoes. They just want to talk about over there with a broken heart. No, nah, I ain't with no broken heart, man. I got a lady and all that. I'm just I'm like, man, I'll you talk about all this lovey Did you get shit. flowers for your lady today, <laughs> Of BC? course, of course. Okay. All right, that's beautiful. <laughs> I, for, I forgot it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, I really no. did because there was so much going on these last couple of days. And so I wake up in, in the morning and it's like, Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> is it big over by where you at? I mean, isn't that like a more love type of country? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to have, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a, a beautiful day because I'm literally celebrating, you know, just hanging out. I mean, I would say celebrate because we're over here for some other reason, but mm -hmm. we're in Spain on Valentine's Day, so that's romantic. That's beautiful. You know, we'll find a moment over here to enjoy. You know. Yeah. But so yes, I do. I have know a there's Valentine's. some people who think it's just a man-made. Well, it is a man-made holiday, but it is just a nice reminder to show appreciation to your loved ones. I don't know, man. I think it's it, to each his own. Uh, I, I never was for years. I never was a Valentine's Day guy. I didn't want to celebrate it. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm on um, that time. I mean, it's it's cool. You know, you I, you know, I do it for the, you know, for the lady. But mm -hmm. I'm not it's not something that like I don't need Valentine's Day. I don't need February 14th to to show you my appreciation and love. Like, no, right. man, I do that on the regular or whenever, you know, whenever I feel it's not. Some constructed day that the the man gave me. <laughs> yeah, that was that was, that was my mindset. Too. You know, it's like Christmas. You know, like it's it's just made up to yeah. You know, buy gifts and 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 celebrate. Get but I feel you though. I feel you on that. I was like that as well. Um, I would say probably like in high school, middle school. That was probably the biggest like like celebration of it because you in school, you might have mm -hmm. a lady. You want to bring her something nice. Outside of that, once you became an adult, it's like, I got to treat you right every day, right? I never was a trendy guy, like, on trend. Like, whether if everybody's buying this type of car, I'm buying the opposite car. Mm. Um, everybody rocking this, I'm rocking something different. Um, and it's the same thing when it came to, like, celebrations like this. Um, but now as I'm getting older, I'm I'm I'm, like embracing the fact that it is okay to be a part of it. Like, you know, like the, sh the stuff that goes viral on Instagram yeah. Yeah. or TikTok, you know, or those discussions, the new lingo or whatever it is, 
you know, now yeah. I'm starting to be like, all right, it's okay. It's cool to play along, man. Always, yeah, like you just yeah, play along. Like, it was corny. <laughs> yeah, like we're just cap. Like everybody say cap. Like that came out of nowhere, what, five, four or five years ago? Everybody yeah. say cap, cap, cap. I'm like, man, that ain't, I never said that. I don't know where this come from. <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm going to start saying cap, no cap. Like, yes, it what? evolves. Everything evolves, though, man. It's all about evolution. Do you say man. cap? Do you say cap? Yeah, I'm definitely using now my vocabulary. It's definitely deep into my. Is it here to stay? Is cap here to stay? Um, yeah, for now, I think yeah, I think it is because it's just a good word for, uh, you know, for what it is. You know what I mean? The meaning. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good word, but it'll probably evolve into something else later on. Before was you know, uh, what we used to say, (laughs) if you uh lying or some shit like oh uh flaw something like that oh yeah well, that's that was more down like here that's that's some florida yeah, slang that's, but that's yeah florida. that's florida or whatever <laughs> like that so you know what i mean but that's like bet right. like bet just came out of nowhere do y'all no, have history behind out it? Of nowhere it it Wait, wasn't down here when i was growing up nowhere where, where you heard bet. bet first bet been around yeah bet but been not down here yeah Oh, no, bro. I'm the Florida only real Floridian. I ain't taking y'all words. <laughs> I guess. I guess. You from Florida? You from Florida, New York, or Jamaica, bro? Tell us. Jamaica. Jamaica. Okay. I'm gonna claim my Florida boy. <laughs> <laughs> what we got in the world of sports? Because I have no clue what is going on. Um, we do need a BC basketball update before the show ends. Please, BC, give us an overview of the NBA landscape. Okay. Uh, you know, now it's safe to watch the NBA. Uh, oh, y'all know how I safe. feel. Now it's safe? I'm not watching it until the end of March, April. I, I thought it was the beginning. No. Nah, now it's the far, end of March. back as far as possible. Oh, as far man. as possible. like Literally you know, the last 10 it games. It seems like they're playing playoffs. some good basketball now, though. Like, mm-hmm. you know how it is, man. They don't be playing no defense. Nah, man. They've been playing. I don't know. It's just, it's not. Uh, I can't really get been into going. it. There's until... games going in. Huh? That's said the season been going. There's been some good games through the season. Been like, some there's, good been, games? there's been some good games. Who's, yeah. who, who, who's leading the MVP uh, race? Because, you know, MB goes down, question. boom. Miss out on his back to back. Man, that's a good question right now. Um, obviously, Jalen Brunson's getting some MVP chance right here. Yeah, he's getting some MVP talk a little bit. He's in the conversation there somewhere, but really, I think it still centers around uh, Jokic. Um, Joker again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, low key, Spider's having a good season, but I don't know if he's going to okay. be in that conversation. My favorite player. Did I, I tell you that's my favorite player? Yeah, yeah, that's your favorite player. But he's having I a, got a top ten. A hell of a, he's having a hell of a season right now. Shea Gilders. Um, you know, Luca's always gonna be in that conversation right there. There's a couple guys doing their thing. Who you got? Well, who you got who? I was I was gonna say, uh well, Nicola's back at the top. Mm-hmm. Shea, he's mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm. Your boy Jalen, he's third. Mm-hmm. Giannis fourth, Luca fifth. And then you got Donovan, Kawhi, Anthony, Jason, and Kevin Durant. Mm. So right now, I mean, uh, Kawhi's having a really I, solid season too. He's he's staying healthy, so he's having a real solid season. Um, is he playing? Is yeah, he playing, or is he doing low management? Nah, nah, he's been playing. He's played the most games so far this season. Uh, like that that he's played, 
you know, I think since he's been with the Clippers. So says he's played forty eight games. Yeah. So he's um Wow. He's he's playing. He's playing this season and he's <laughs> showing out and he's producing. So the Clippers, Is it a contract year or something? Is that why he's playing so much? Like what's going on? No, nah, actually I know they he focus. just got he just got an extension. He just got it he just received an ex, an extension. Um I'm not exactly sure of the numbers, but he did just get an extension. So he's gonna be in LA. They're gonna be working Are you on Paul about a three year contract? Uh huh. One fifty. One fifty. So he just got an extension for one fifty. Three years, one fifty. So they're gonna yeah. try to uh now they gotta try to sign Paul George to keep them all you know, keep them all in place. And we'll see how that goes. It's pretty it, it, it's yeah, pretty right. dope. Like I do like that storyline. I'm following all the stories. Um sometimes following these stories get me in trouble on my basketball and football takes, but you know, y'all know how it was. Uh when we had Asher on the show, we were always going back and forth. I'm like, it can't happen where you like, you know, it's a it's not a you have James Harden, uh, Paul George, Kawhi, uh, Westbrook all on the same team. Like, dudes can sit at the table, put their egos to the side, and figure out a way mm-hmm. to make it work, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're seeing that. Um, but I think that's dope because all four of them from Cali, right? All uh, four of them from that L.A. Right. Yeah. LA type. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is. Certain unity behind it. Yeah. Right. Uh, James kinda. Harden, how's James Harden look? Well, how's James Harden looking, uh, BC? I know we said we we're going to get into it later. We might as well get into the basketball right Harden. now, and then we'll jump into the run of the show. But James Harden, how's he looking? He's figured out. He's figured out his his uh his pace, like his position. You know what I mean? So he's gotten in and kind of blended in. He's figured it out. Like they figured out. Okay, this is what we need you to do. And um, Harden's playing good. He's playing good ball. Like like he's happy. Like he's comfortable out there, right? His points are That's down, good. yeah. But his his assists and and everything else seem to be on par, right? So he's probably playing more team ball, like you're saying, right? Exactly. He's more of the facilitator. You know, he steps back a little bit. They're not really expecting him to go out to be the one to be the 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 alpha on the team. You know what I mean? You got Kawhi for yeah. that. You got PG for that. What so what surprise teams uh, are out there right now? What team? What, you know, last year, I think it was the Sacramento Kings, I believe it was. Yeah, the Sac- they, they, were, came, they, they were a surprise you know, last season. They balled out last year. Um, what team? The biggest surprise this season, I would probably say, is the Thunder and the um, and Minnesota. Those, like, are are, are they surprises, though? Why are they surprises? Well, the Thunder is a surprise because no one expected them to put it together so soon. They have a team of full of young kids basically like young guys i think shea is probably like the vet on the squad so mm. nobody really expected them to put it together they you know oklahoma's they usually take a while they'll put the pieces together like they've had a good team before right so they they know how to put the pieces together nobody expected it to happen this soon so they're actually in a good position because they're like at the top of the west and they have the ability to make some moves to make the team better, like in the offseason where there's, you know, with trades and stuff like that. So they got draft picks, all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're mm. a surprise. Minnesota, again, nobody knew if they was going to be able to play with all the bigs. Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert on the same squad, both like seven-footers. They didn't know how that was going to work. Then you got Anthony Edwards dominating the ball. 
they figured it out. So, you know, mm. for them to be sitting at the top at this point in the season, yeah, it's it's, it's a surprise. I agree nope. with them there with that Minnesota take. But, guys, we got some interesting news coming out of L.A. Um, well, the whole, the whole of California, actually. Did you guys hear about the trade that almost went down to get Le, uh, LeBron over to Golden State? Yeah. I heard Hold on, what? That. Yeah. I heard about yeah. that. <laughs> well, LeBron and the Lakers kind of like quieted down the talk so it never got out. But there was a potential trade for LeBron to get over and play with Steph. So let me ask you guys: Do you think this was a bad this year? By this LeBron? year, hold yeah, on, during the trade year? deadline last week, at the last week before the trade deadline, Golden State made a last ditch effort uh, trying to try to convince uh, L.A. LeBron and mm-hmm. the owners. This wasn't like the GMs talking. This was the owners getting in on it. Like, listen, owner to owner. Do we know uh, why it didn't go down? Anything else come out? Uh, I don't right. have any more information no. on that right now. The why probably LeBron and the Lakers shut it down. Probably just no. <laughs> that makes no sense. We're not going to do that. Why would the Lakers help uh, Golden State win when they? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. no. Why? Why would listen? No. And what options are you giving up? That's a no out the right. door. Like I'm going to help y'all. Like what are we getting out of it? Clay Thompson. That's interesting. And, and, and some and some <laughs> and, like come on. Do you guys think that's a guaranteed ring if they did that? Oh shit. At this point in the season? And, and no, take it I don't to think it's take guaranteed. into account their their record, you know? But who the who? both teams are nine and ten right now. depending on what the Warriors would have had to give up. Like that seems crazy. I mean, that would have been sick. Don't get me wrong. LeBron James and Steph Curry on the same squad for the rest of the season. Like, who would not want to see this? And haven't they always wanted to play together? Oh. Or at least... I never, I've never heard of last few years I've heard I think that. They, they, enjoy, they enjoy each other. They friendly. They cool. Yeah. But yeah. there was yeah. never talk about them the, wanting to play together. I thought after a couple of All-Star games, they were saying that. Yeah, no, nah, I've never... Like they enjoyed playing together. They would like to see it. But they never, like, forced the issue. I, yeah, I never heard that they were even entertaining it. Maybe just, you know, for the mm. sport of it and stuff like that. I know they've played together on, like, the Olympic squad or something, um, all-star, stuff like that. But that's kind of crazy, though, that uh, the Warriors would even broach this, the, the, the subject. Like, hey, <laughs> like, yo, like, hungry, yeah, man. how that call go down? Like, listen, we're going to call the bus family and be like, listen. Well, I mean, LeBron wants to sorry. win. Send them to us. We'll give <laughs> you guys X, Y, Z. Whoever's gonna go in that package, Wiggins. Like, Paul. how do you even convince this to happen? <laughs> like, does LeBron even sign off on something like this? Like, this is just kind of wild, though, that they even tried it. <laughs> so, so what is what, what is LeBron going to, you know, just say? All right, what I have left in the tank. I'm just going empty it all out with the Lakers that I don't have a chance. Is that is that what he's going to do? What are you oh, going to play man. with? One, nah. two, what, we going to play two more? A couple more years? Three more. Two more? So he's like, all right, cool, I'm good. But then what so about Bronny? What, like, ride it out? Because isn't he that... trying to switch to whatever team Bronny's going to play on anyway? So why even make this trade right now? Because uh, you want to win. I mean, because you're a competitor. Yeah, something has to happen. The Lakers, 
um, trash. And they're not, you know, how do they, everybody got to think about like, how, how do we get back? Right. And so how do they get back? And you have a LeBron who's at the end of his career. Right. So what's the next move for them? Feel like they gave up everything, all their, they don't really have any, you know, assets, draft capital. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? AD was supposed to be the guy that's going to lead the way. How, how, he start, He was doing okay. He, he, they gave him the ball. How's he doing this year, AD? AD's doing pretty good, but he's not the... He's not the guy? He's not the carrier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen AD by himself. And that's the thing, like, as great as he is, like, can't, if LeBron wasn't on this team, would they be any good? You know what I mean? Like what we saw how it worked out in, in New Orleans and stuff like that. So I don't know. Maybe they're not working out. Maybe it's just not working yeah. out over there. There might be some truth to what BC is saying because what we always hold held against um, Anthony Davis is his injuries. Right. So far this season, he's only missed four games, and this is the result. So, like, are we seeing a decline? Is it just not a system that's going to work with them? He's only missed four games this season. Yeah, and he was supposed to be like, if you put like the, the most dominant, not dominant, but if you're putting like, he was up there in that. I mean, he still is. Let's not talk about him like he's like fell off or nothing. The man is still averaging twenty five points a game, so he's like, That's, you know what I mean. So he's still upper level tier, upper tier, but. You're supposed to be that guy, and then you have LeBron James. Like, yeah, y'all supposed to be every year favorites, top of the top of the seed, going in conference championship at least. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Basically, I, I don't consider it hate, BC. I think it's just we hired you for a reason, and we don't see that reason coming alive. Right. No hate. Right. But we thought that you and LeBron were going to run a three-peat, basically. You know, like wasn't it the first or second year that he got to LA that they actually won the chip? Yeah, so, I mean, and that's the thing too. They actually did win it. They won it. Yeah. Whether now we can discuss whether whether or not this is a real ring or not, this that, but they <laughs> they won it, right? So they have they did accomplish the initial goal, which was to win a ring. They did get a ring. Can they get more? Can they continue this? Are the Lakers? Can they get to that mountaintop again with this team currently constructed this way? We don't know that. It's not looking that way. LeBron can leave this summer. He can just opt out. He can. He can. Yeah, he can opt out. You think he will? I mean, I don't know. The rumblings. People talk about New York looking real good. So I, I hey, (laughs) people talking about it's looking real good. But I, I don't know. I. I don't see him going to NY, but I can see him. it makes sense for him to, you know, make a move like uh, from a basketball perspective. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the family mm-hmm. and post, like he's at, he's there, he's right yeah. there, close to like be, everything being done. All the roots are there. And yeah. So you're in that, ri- yeah, you're you're in that rhythm where it's like you can just jump in the car and go see Bronny. Right, play. That's a big deal. Right. Um, and then you have the baby boy as well. What's the baby's the other son's name? Bryce. 
Yeah, Bryce. Bryce. Bryce High School, Sierra Cannon, whatever school he's at. You know, so everybody's in their routine. And so for him, you know, to move, that will be that would be tough. But he can look at it and be like, it's only it's only two years or so, like one or two years, right? Let me go chase this real quick. So yeah. I can see it going both ways. Yeah, definitely. How would his, would that affect his legacy? Would that affect LeBron's legacy? If he went um, to Golden not State? Not affect his legacy, but how would we view LeBron, you know, Cavs, Miami, back to the Cavs, L.A., right? Now this would be his, another move. Yeah. Would you see him differently, B.C.? Um, I wouldn't see him differently. I would see him the same way that I see him now in the sense of, like, it's already, again, he is, you know, a great, but it's already a little bit tainted for me because he's made all these moves to do all of that. You know what I mean? You, you're supposed to bring everybody, attract everybody to you where you at, bring the party to you and make it happen. So that for me is already a thing. Like you move from this team, that team. The one thing that that saves it is because he's won everywhere he goes. You know what I yeah. mean? He has won everywhere he went. So that saves it a little bit. But just the fact that you're moving around and you got to go to this team and go to this team because you're chasing the rings. Yeah, that kind of that changes the argument for me. So, you know. Well, it's not that different from what KD did, so I, I I see the judgment already. I mean, yeah, I mean KD did the same thing, and everybody's going on, you know, they going at him for it. But with KD, it might be a little bit worse because he's not winning everywhere he's going. No facts. You know what I'm facts. saying? But you know, well, you could see the stigma sticking to LeBron the same way it did to Kevin when he went to Golden State, and you you brought up a good point, BC. Curry never left Golden State. Everyone only came to yeah, Golden State. They made it so work. They made it there's work. a lot of facts KD, behind that. Yeah, and he exactly. got, what, four rings? Exactly. Exactly. So Same as LeBron. So. That's why Steph is going to be up there because he's one jersey. You know what I mean? One jersey. Yeah. And he rocked out. LeBron's starting to look like the laundry. And they got it. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Now we got to have the discussion of which team is he going to retire with, like which number, like with which <laughs> uniform, which team, this, that. Like, come on, man. You're complicating it because you're moving, you're moving around too much. So I, yeah. Yeah, I don't – that messes up the whole – even with the MJ thing, like that just messes is, up. Is there one player you would bring to the Lakers that you think could change what they've had going on the last two, three years? Um. Just yeah. one player. I mean, if they was going to swap out AD for Giannis. <clears throat> you know. Damn. <laughs> that ain't no swap out, though. That ain't, that ain't <laughs> yeah, that ain't no easy swap. <laughs> That's a, I about mean, five more it, men for that one. I mean, they both, you know, they. I, I, I'm just saying, if you one person, if you swapped them out. Now, if you was just adding somebody to AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, I ain't never think about Giannis. If we was just if we was just adding somebody to it, I'd probably think somebody like uh Devin Booker. Uh, nice, you know what I mean? Like a Devin. I would even. Yo, BC, you got really good. Inside I would even game say Jimmy Butler. I would even say Jimmy Butler at this at this mm -hmm. stage. This Jimmy. so you saying more of a perimeter player? Yeah. Than anything, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. But they Fair mean, enough. But a shooter though, and Jimmy's not really a three point shooter though. So I would say I would yeah. lean more with, with with book. Yeah. Book is a bucket, so I get that. But let's get into some NFL talk, guys. So for the last twenty four hours, we had Joe Burrow trending, um, I believe on X. And this was after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Um, someone tweeted that the only active QB to beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is the Cincinnati Star QB. We know the AFC is loaded, and it contains Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, C.J. Stroud. But is it fair to say that Burrow is the only kryptonite for the what for someone like Patrick Mahomes, who's being called the greatest player on the planet? So kryptonite. Uh. Kryptonite. Hmm. You got to look at that word. Like uh, maybe, see, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm going a little, I'm probably going a little too deep here. I'm talking about kryptonite. All right. They kryptonite. Did it really slow down Superman? Did it, you that's, know, that's, Superman that's, said that. That's his weakness. It's his only weakness. And I, I, I would say. Oh, be sorry. I, I would I, say, we hear some rubbing on the mic. Okay. I would say, um, Patrick Mahomes, there's no kryptonite. Um, okay. I mean, it really is. It's just like, all right, who's going to have their moment, right? Like, I really believe the Chiefs are going to be in a better situation next year. Um, how they got it done this year from an offensive, offensive standpoint, it really was a struggle, you know? So they have a couple of months to go out there and get some young guys or go into free agency if they want to do that and 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 and, and get some receivers that can really go draft another tight end right cuz you got to plan for post Kelsey so they're in a really good position so it really is it's like can they stay healthy um you know and then when you look at the field who's going to have their moment where there's nothing that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs can do but like he's he He's, he's the next Tom Brady. That's what we're looking at. That's exactly what it is. And, and so Joe Burrow certainly will have can have a moment. Um, you know, we we heard yesterday that the 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 Bengals they're talking about tagging Higgins, so they're going to keep their guys together, so they'll be in a good position there. Um, Lamar Jackson can have his moment. Uh, who else did we throw out there? Josh Allen can have a moment. Um, but none of these teams are built. None of these teams are built like the Chiefs are built, right? Um, the head coach in place, quarterback in place, you know, Spags, you know, hopefully Spags stays there. I don't want to see Spags, their defensive coordinator, yeah. take another head coaching job. Like, I just think he should just, stay, just yeah, ride just it stay, out there. Yeah, you man, when you're good at something, stay, stay at it. Stay where you're working at, Yeah. <laughs> So Joe, Joe Joe Burrow, man, that's a good question. Like, is you got Justin Herbert out there as well, who can have a moment with Harbaugh, um, and then you have the NFC side, right? Going back to Purdy and the 49ers. but in this moment right now, just I, I, you know, it all it's all about health. It's all about you know the ball just bouncing another team's way. You know, look at these games. Look at the last couple of years. It, they're going down to the wire, you know, and they just happen to, you know, bounce the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes' way. Yeah. 
I think we're asking the wrong questions, though, with uh, it's not the quarterbacks. It's whose defense can stop Mahomes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Teams need to just start building their defense <laughs> to, be, to beat Mahomes because that's, if that's the key and that's the standard, then you need a defense that's built to, to stop this dude. You know what yeah. I mean? At least, especially if you have a quarterback like a Joe Burrow, um, you have uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. So you have quarterbacks that are capable of going out there and showing out. You need a defense that's going to stop the other guy. Well, BC, I don't, I don't know. Because, you know, I think about Tom. I think about Peyton. Those type of guys, you, you don't stop them. You slow them down. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know if I if I go that direction. Well, I say that you know, to say, I, I say that because like my example is the Giants against the Patriots in that Super Bowl where it was the defense like really got at them. Like they they really won the game. Okay. For the, you know, I see what you're saying. Giants. I like that. That's a good so example. So how do you slow down those guys? Right. So, okay, cool. If you go defense, then what you really need to go find is another Bosa. You need to go find a Miles Garrett. Because that's that's what happened in, in New York, that front four. Right, It exactly. was O.C. O.C. It uh, was Strahan. Strahan. Tucker. Or, no, Tuck. Just, uh, Tuck. Yes, Justin Tuck. Tuck. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and they had uh, they had a – that front four was getting after, and they were getting it done just – And they Pierce, was on, and Pierce like was on one of those squads. I don't know if he was on both, but Pierce was on one of those squads too. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like his his kryptonite is gone because I'm looking at his playoff record. It's 15-3. and three. Burrow did beat him <laughs> one of those times. It's an incredible record. But the other two was Tom. Remember? So, <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> so I think that's his kryptonite. But if you had to go by active uh, players, who, who do you guys have as the top five biggest threats for Mahomes right now for the crowd? Well, well. Well, hold on. Let, let's say it this way, you know. Now that we're in this discussion, um, no one's presented himself yet, right? Like Joe Burrow, you you got to do it a couple times for you to be considered the crypt, kryptonite. Same thing with Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, all those guys. So you can't just, you know, like the question should be like, well, who can be? Not who is. Nobody yeah. is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. This isn't like legendary battles where it's going back and forth. Josh Allen could have been, but we're talking about three, what, divisional round and AFC championships where you're going back and forth, back and forth, and then you lose. So if, mm-hmm. if anybody could have done it, it could have been Josh Allen. Jalen Hurts? I don't think any – no. No one's, no one's done it. Mm. No uh-huh. one's done it enough. You know, when you talk about kryptonite, I don't think Patrick Patrick Mahomes, there's nothing that fears him. He and Andy Reid came into this Super Bowl and they sit it all week. Like, yeah, we we never consider ourselves underdogs. You know, it's like, right. yeah, we're, we're we're not the favorite, but we we never right. think about it that way. Yeah. We got uh, so, game. like, the top five guys, I would say, let's put Josh Allen up there. Josh Allen can be up there. You know, he has some uh, legendary battles and divisional rounds, AFC championships with uh, Patrick Mahomes. 
you know, certainly Joe Burrow. Um, I'm going to throw Lamar Jackson out there. Mm-hmm. He morphed into a man this year, this, this past year. I like what I saw there. Um, not sure what happened in, in a championship, but come on. Can't have that next year. Um, I would say the 49ers. So Purdy. Because they could be back there. Well, I'm not, I said the 49ers. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh irrelevant again. Because it's just like, it, it, yeah, because it's like, I, I don't have him as, as a top five quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want even want to put him in that same category. He's not in that tier. And Patrick Mahomes is in the tier. Like he's, he's the only one in his tier. You know, so let's be clear there. But that second tier, I don't have Purdy in that second tier of quarterback. So that's why I say the 49ers. Now he, he's close for sure. So you got Purdy out there. So I, I, I think fifth? that's four I gave you. Yeah, in you the fifth, then who did I miss? So far you have Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and the entire 49ers. CJ? And this one. Well, I like CJ Stroud. No, but what I'm going to say is, uh, I'm going to say Justin Herbert. I'm going to say Justin Herbert Mm. in the uh, Chargers because of the pickup. Like, it's going to be really interesting watching Harbaugh put this thing together. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's going to be a huge story this offseason, this summer, and then going into preseason. A lot of eyes on them. They're an interesting team. Look at that defense. From James in the back end. And there's big the ends that they have. And offensively, I mean just ridiculous. They got weapons yeah, across ridiculous. the board. But let's talk about another uh star in the NFC, guys. Um Justin Jefferson, big name. He's waiting on his next deal, but reportedly wants to know the Vikings plan at QB before agreeing agreeing to a long term deal. J.J. has made it known that he wants Cousins back in Minnesota, but Cousins could be too expensive for the Vikings to commit. NFL teams can sense there is blood in the Minnesota water. So, B, which contender is J.J. away from being a real Super Bowl threat? Oh, you got to read that last sentence again. Yeah, that last sentence gotta, threw me. My text drew me there. Uh, which contender is J.J. away from being a real Super Bowl threat? Not sure what was meant there by that question, but basically, uh, you know, should he consider a yeah. trade now that you know Cousins is kind of like maybe considering a move? And isn't Josh Dobbs still signed with them? Does he not believe in Dobbs? If I'm if I'm Justin Jefferson, I'm trying to get to New York. You saw what it did for Odell Beckham Jr. Um, they, you know, he's definitely not. He's he he's not that guy off the field you know there's only one uh obj but he has some flair he has the swagger and he has the game and so they need a wide receiver the giants um it's a great market you know he's one of the faces of the brand and i think they'll break the bank for him and that's what he said last week he said i'm trying to break the bank so I'm not even it. trying to stay in Minnesota. I'm making another move. I'm getting out of Minnesota. I don't care if Cousins is, is there or not. I'm going to New York. 
that's my, that would be my that would be the first team on on my list. You break the yeah. bank and you're in the biggest media market because when you took when you think about like winning a Super Bowl, right? Um, 49ers aren't going to break the bank. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I keep saying Patrick Mahomes every time I think about the Chiefs. It's like it's the Chiefs, bro. It's not Patrick. Patrick Mahomes is not the whole the Kansas team. City Mahomes, <laughs> right? Um, <clears throat> the Chiefs. Um, I don't see them breaking a bank. They probably can though. Yeah, but their leverage is Patrick Mahomes though. Like, oh, you get to play with Patrick Mahomes, you could go to the Super Bowl. But you're right. The 49ers, they're not in a position to break the bank because they have too many weapons already. The Giants would be a good fit. It's, well, it's not about the weapons. It's just it, well, I mean, it is but by the payments. They have to pay those weapons. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I mean. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, I don't. When I say when I think of weapons, I think of like wide receivers, right? Like I don't. I mean, you got Debo and you got. Uh, we, let's let's move forward because I don't even want to get in that discussion. I get you. Yeah, yeah. But I would love. Oh yeah, the mic. I I would love to see him on the Giants and see what we do with our quarterback. Uh, position we still don't know where Saquon is going to be but one big thing is look at what Justin Jefferson has been able to do in the Minnesota market and drawing attention and ads towards him imagine him in that big New York market like BC you come from New York you know how big that market is so I can only see him like I would say getting close I don't know if he can eclipse OBJ in that market but he would be a very close second well, I mean, it, it's not uh, comparing him to OBJ and all of those things. It's more so, you know, they you, you have a game, you have game, you know, you're one of the best wide receivers in the league, mm-hmm. and you had a personality. That's you know what I'm what saying. saying? So, like, yeah, it's just going, it's going it's, yeah, it's, it's really going to work well for him there. Maybe even more so for him because he has a cleaner uh, track record, a little cleaner record you know what i mean so if you had to go from his perspective would you say that new york is is a big pick for him like do you what like like, do you think that's something that he's considering like like from his perspective sorry and the reason why i got quiet there was because i was actually trying to look where he was look at where he was born he was born in louisiana so let's say he a real big hometown guy like and he wants to play for new orleans you get what I'm saying? Like, do you see his perspective? Have you heard anything from Justin that's like, oh, you know, I want to go play for here? Like, you name New more. York, but I'm saying, do you think he wants to play for New York? I, I definitely, so what you're, yes, I definitely think that it's a conversation. Because what you do is you sit down and you look at the landscape, right? So you're looking at the teams that need, that, that's the first thing you're looking at is, is the business side of things like this first big contract. That's what you're thinking about. You know, you're definitely having conversations about, can I get everything that I want, you know, all in one. But the first thing you do when you sit down with your agent, you're like, all right, what teams out there need a wide receiver and have the cap space. So that's why you, you know, New York will be up there is because seems like they have uh, the, the cap space to get it done. Okay. And they need a wide receiver. Yeah. You know? Um yeah. so so they're they're they they should be on the list for all these wide receivers that are free agents. For you brought real. up a good point too, which which is the, the, the term of this contract, right? Because he's coming out of the rookie contract. 
this is probably would you say that the second contract is the most important NFL contract in your career? And 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 let's be clear here because he's not a free agent. So I'm because I'm talking about free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Jefferson, right? Like he has one year left. Is that yes? Yeah, the 24 right? season. He has uh actually his biggest pay year, which would be nine. Oh, did he resign the contract? It's 19 million no. this year uh, coming in. Okay. Every other year he's had less than three million though. Okay, perfect. So he has one more year on his contract. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, yeah, I mean, this is this is the position the biggest... you want to be in. But I, I, I mean, hopefully they get something done. Um, whether they pay him or he get traded, I just don't like seeing players, football players, uh, in their in the last year of their deal. Yeah. Just too much risk. You know, because, like, you go out there, you know, you had Buddy running on the field, tears Achilles in a Super Bowl, right? Uh, Like, anything like that can happen. Now, this is your contract year. They're going to say, well, we don't know how you're going to recover from that. We need to see it. We love you. We know you're – we actually know you can recover from this, right, obviously. But we have to wait and see it. Wait to see it. Yeah, and then that's what we're going. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That, so they now, use that in negotiations you, to lower you your, another, your 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 price, right? right? But that's now you have saying? another year. Uh, you're another year out, unsecure, and no, who who knows what's going to happen that year? You can get injured again, or you can just have a down year. And now they're saying, "All right, well, he didn't recover the way we thought he would, yeah. so now you miss out on." A big contract. So that's why it's like when you had that moment, you got to take advantage of it. We were talking about this yesterday where I'm like, I'm okay with sitting down with an owner, a general manager, head coach, and giving them, giving them exactly how I feel and doing whatever I can to get out of there because, man, it's devastating when you're in that last year and you go down. Even some of these guys in college, your senior year, that's why you're seeing a lot of these guys not play the bowl games. It's like, man, no, nah, it's too risky. Mm-hmm. Last question on this, B. Would you, could you, sorry, could you see JJ switching over to Buffalo if Diggs bounce? Him That's Josh a good Allen. position for him. That's a good position for him. Uh, I, Buffalo definitely is going to have to, if, Diggs leave, they, they definitely have to make a move and make sure that Josh Allen has what he needs, right? Mm-hmm. It's too good of a quarterback. It's too good of a situation for them not to try. Um, it makes sense from a football standpoint, but I, I, I don't see that high on the list. Okay. Fair enough. I can see him and Josh Allen, though. Just Buffalo is Buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, BC. We're going to switch back over to some some uh, basketball talk, but we're going to uh, make it a little fusion mix. Got some hip-hop in here. <laughs> so word's been out that Kevin Durant might be getting into the hip-hop game. And KD was laying down some bars with Staley. I don't know if many people know Staley, but Staley popped off maybe about a decade ago. It's been going strong. <laughs> and we suspect maybe a collab is coming. Uh, B, we know some hoopers that can rap, like Dame Lillard, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, but Dane probably being the leader in in the bars, what do you think about KD getting into the music game? KD getting 
into the music game. <laughs> as long as it's like for play, I'm cool with it, right? Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of cats out there that that's in the music and the ones that are just like, yo, this is just a little hobby. This is you know, a little stress reliever for me, clear my mind type thing, having fun with it, cool. But the ones that's taking it serious, yeah, it's like, come like, on, come on, bro. bro. No, like, nobody hey, trying y'all to boys remember that. I'm cool Gordon with Gordon Hayward, this track? Deal. Nah. I'm, I'm cool with Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard, that's a Dame's actually real, really nice. Like he's, he's he's nice. He's good. Like he's really good. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I gotta hear this and this. I need a snippet or something of uh, KD rapping, but <laughs> I'm not. Dang, Stolly, yeah, he's good. He's been around. I think he used to be signed to MMG. Um, nah, I don't know about this one though. Yeah, do, do you do y'all remember when Aaron Gordon laid down a diss track to Dwayne Wade after he didn't give him a perfect ten at the dunk contest? No, that nah, happened. I didn't hear. You that. remember that? Mm-mm. No, it was like a whole music video and everything. And he was wearing like chinchilla furs, <laughs> walking around his house dissing Dwayne Wade. It was crazy, but that's how I imagine KD doing this. I I, I don't know if if he could spit, I think it would have came out already, right? Yeah, like we would have heard something. I mean, I know KD. You know, he do be spending some time around you know the rappers, and I know he's super cool with Cam and all that. So you know, maybe he's been holding out as you know secret talent we don't know about i haven't heard anything so this is definitely just say you don't want to see it man say you don't want to see it, <laughs> oh, hear it bro. I'm like good. Oh, yeah i'm good on it i'm i'm good on it but yeah, i want to give him a chance late. though i'm gonna give him a chance i'm gonna give him a chance i might not be uh, long it might not be a long play but i'm gonna listen to it uh leave you bell opened up for <laughs> 50 um, at the Maxim party that I was at, at the Super Bowl. So oh, no. <laughs> I was just thinking about these athletes rapping. He did good, though. He did good. I mean, I really couldn't hear all the bars or not, but, you know, stage presence. He had a little stage presence. He uh-huh. worked the entire stage, so it looked like he had someone come in and help him. Oh, he had some right? rehearsals. He had a little choreo. Mm-hmm. Fit was okay. Fit was okay. You know, had a black mask on, so came with some energy there. Um, so I, I brought that up because it's like, I, I'm really, I, I really want to see an athlete go to distance, you know, Antonio Brown, can he go to distance? Can he more from the sun? When I say go to distance, let's, let's win a Grammy. You nominated, you nominated for a Grammy. I think Dane Lillard, if he really took it, he put more into it and he, he certainly seems like he, he certainly puts a, a lot of effort into it, but I'm talking about like, yo, let me go get a Grammy. I think he could potentially do it because he really be talking about some stuff. Yeah. I think Dame just I mean, need a hit. That's yeah. the thing. He he got bars, but I don't know if he's making hits. Yeah, you, you exactly. got to get on that pop <laughs> stuff. You got to be able to be exactly. trendy. Exactly. Can he make songs? Like, can he make songs? We know he can rap. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Can He can rap, but can he make songs? I don't know. You know, if, you know. I don't know if well, he can killer, do that, but I mean, well, killer, shit. killer Mike, Killer Mike just won some Grammys. He, he Killer Mike is a he, rapper. He's a, I mean, he's a, he's a yeah, real, but I'm saying, he's but a is real he, artist though? He's a real. So, artist, but is though. he making songs? Yeah, I mean, he's made songs in the past, but this last project, no, this last project, he's making, he made songs. Mm. You know what I mean? He made songs. That's why he got best rap song. No, but I get what B is saying. 
because like I can't name an, a, a memorable pop hit type if I'm categorizing it that way from that album. But he still won best rap album and best performer. Yeah, whatever. it was because it's not always just about rate with the Grammys and all that. That's not a, it's not about radio or the club or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They they're they're grading on a you know a different scale. So that's where I think some people get it a little confused sometimes. But um, the American Music Awards and all that is all Billboard Awards. That's all for sales and radio and all that stuff. But the Grammys is is a different animal. Subjective. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying with the billboard comment, though. But that's what I'm saying. Dame got an opportunity. Like, if he put, I don't know, I hate to say because I'm not in his life like that, like knowing what type of effort he's putting in, but that's a dope story. If I'm sitting there and there's like, but there's like 50 people that vote for the Grammys, these, mm-hmm. these awards, and it's all subjective, athlete, really nice with it, like, he can move that room. And sway some votes. Do y'all see any 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 rappers? I mean, it's only been done once to my knowledge. I'm sure it's probably other people, but um remember when Master P, he was already a famous rapper and he made it as a Charlotte Hornet. Not not a great Charlotte Hornet. He probably only played a handful of minutes, but he made it. Um yeah. do y'all ever see that route happening? It's always the I mean, the, J. Cole, the, the basketball recently, player. J. Cole most recently, um he was playing I want to say in Africa, I think it was in Africa. Wasn't it yeah. in Africa in the league? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he, but I'm he, saying the NBA. I mean, the NBA. I think he tried. He tried out for one of these teams. Um, I don't know, but he has a he Listen. has a relationship with one of the NBA squads. J Cole can actually ball, and there are some rappers who can ball. But I still, yeah, like it's hard to see think. it go the other it, way, right? It, it can't. It, it it can happen. Um. It can happen. I think it, it it'll go from ball to rap, not rap to ball. Yeah. Um. The same the same energy that you got to you got to put the you got to put in crazy energy and effort to become one of the best basketball players, and you got to do the same in music, right? Like, you know, the stories that I hear being around some of the guys, it's like they're in the studio all the time. You know, they creating tons of songs a day or a, a week. You know what I'm saying? That's taken away right. from being in the gym, lifting weights, watching film, you know, working on your, honing in on your craft. Right. So it'd be a challenge. I think rap, like, I think if you, if you, if you play ball, then you, you know, you tapping into rap, it's like, you don't have to go crazy to put out a great project. You know what I mean? So you can just mm-hmm. put out one project a year. Yeah, exactly. And if you just, everyone knows it's secondary to you. And it's the type of music, you know, everybody's not coming in to be the most lyrical and this and that. You know, people, they do music for different reasons, right? That's what music is anyway. Everybody has a different, they're coming from a different place with it. So if you're an athlete and you got time and, but you got to take it somewhat serious because you can't just be putting out, putting shit out just because you can Oh, I got the budget. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Just because I, I, okay, so you can go build a studio in your crib and you can do all of that. That doesn't mean you should be making music. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if you're actually good and took the time to actually, you know, hone the craft and take the craft a little bit seriously, you're not just making a mockery of yourself, then yeah, I think, you know, I think it's possible. 
but not just because you got the money to get a studio means you need to be in the studio rapping, bro. Like, no, sit down. And, and, part, and part of it, too, like, they really are creating characters, too. Like, these entertainers, they they really are creating characters and personas. And so that's a whole... <laughs> It's a whole nother nother thing element to it as well, which is tough. Like these dudes be out here weird, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know what I mean? Like I got to put on my jewelry. I got to buy all this jewelry. I got to, you know, be, I'm how I got the glasses on. Like it's just a whole thing. It's like (laughs) this whole persona now. It's like, bro. They're like, I might as well be rapping because I'm doing, you know what I mean? (laughs) Podcast, podcast, it got me doing the same thing, thinking I'm a superstar. Like when I was playing ball, I mean, I was, I definitely was fly, but you know, now it's like I'm now getting you, into it a little now, bit more. So. Now you in your bag, so much shoes and clothes, trying to stay fly on these podcasts. It's crazy. Got your celebrity up, like yo. I gotta stay. Right. Yeah. Hey, BC. Yeah. He finally had. He finally got to take the helmet off. So yeah. Now they know who yeah. he is. Yeah. Now he like you let your head down. He like ah. Yeah. Right. For real. I mean, more people walk up to me now about you being a YouTuber than they <laughs> than when you was in the football. Fleet. I'm sure. Which is dope. I love that. Hopefully, in a couple years, like I, that that would be a, that's when that would be a blessing. Where I'm like three years from now. People be like, I didn't even know you played football. It's crazy. Would you? Yeah. Would Is you, that a blessing because you broke new foundation? Like, why are you saying that's a blessing over being recognized as an NFL? Player? Yeah, yeah. Would you? Yeah. Expound. Because on that. like that life is kind of dear to me. Where it's you know been there, not been there, done that. Like I love the game, and everything is done for me, in a position that it continues to put me in. Um. But. There, there isn't too many people that get a second act. You know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. it's called this. There's a book out there called The Second Mountain. But you know, being able to be hiking up a second mountain, man, that's pretty dope. Like, you know, do something amazing in one career, go into a whole nother lane, and do something even bigger. I get it. Um, and that's just my personality. I never, I never, I always thought it was unattractive seeing dudes campaigning for the hall of fame or dudes that are really bitter you know uh towards the 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 league is like they, they f me they did this and that like we all have our stories and i always share my stories but i i'm not bitter towards the nfl or i'm not still uh clingy to the nfl it's like no nah, it's over <laughs> like it's done mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying next thing yeah um, so it, it doesn't define me. It did at one point, but it doesn't define me uh, anymore. So now that I'm working on this thing, I think it will be interesting, you know, walking around in a few years and people being like, because I get that at times now, like more like, you know, there might be some women that come up to me and be like, oh, you're that guy on that podcast. My boyfriend, my husband watches it, got me watching it. I'm not a football fan, but I like y'all show like it's dope. Right. Right. And so. Um, it's already kind of happening, but now when I, I'm thinking about men, I'm thinking about youth athletes 
which that's kind of happening now too, where they like, oh, <laughs> parents be, like, Hey, uh, Billy, uh, come meet Brandon Marshall. <laughs> you know, they know who I am. And then little Billy come over, he 10, 11, like Brandon Marshall, who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, y'all, y'all forcing this kid. I don't, he don't want to take no picture with me. He don't know who I am. Um, thinking about that, I, we got to get back to work, man. I got to start doing <laughs> We got to get back to doing yeah, some interviews on. Yeah, man. Let's get back to it. Let's, let's get, get back yeah, to bro, it. Still, I, even out here, I was working out yesterday. I was working out yesterday out here in Madrid. And there was this dude in there from, like, London. And he was like, you you, you the guy from the podcast over in America, right? Damn, from you Madrid. Exactly. But, it, it, you know, paper route, we had a big moment. We had a, we've had a couple big moments. You know, obviously, mm -hmm. we know what we want to get done here. Um, so I, I think that's coming here in the next couple of months. But we know the weekly show. We just got to put put it back together and get back to work. But you know how it is, Andrew. That's, it's a, you know, you got to have Boy. a team, right? <clears throat> yeah. It's a lot of I – I don't know on yet. And for me, the hard work is – it's chasing. I'm not a chaser, right? And so that moment of time for me, where it's like I'm asking Rick Ross, a homie, you know, for six months, like, yo, can you, that was the first interview, yeah. or the first guest that we had on. And behind the scenes, it took me six months and being persistent, you know, and putting my ego to the side and asking him to come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... I just can't live in that. That's why I'm like really chilling. Like I can't live in that. Um, and, and then I, the show I, I booking thing. I don't know if we're big enough. It could feel to have, cringy, uh, right? You know, you what know. you said? Like it, no, I was saying. I, I get what you're saying because it feel it, the way you're describing it. And if I'm putting myself in your shoes, it could get cringy. Like, damn, this is the sixth time I'm asking this man to do this. I know it's been four months, but I got to be persistent. Like that feeling could come across like maybe you're destroying your relationship or whatever the case is. No? Yeah. It, it's, it's that it's, it's, it's that. Well, I, well, first I really don't care to uh, relate. Like it's like my little circle, my kid, like I don't really care to make a relationship with these people. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm being honest. Like if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's more so about me. You know what I mean? Like, and this is ego. I don't even know if it's ego. It's just it's some ego, but it's also personality. The ego kicks in when you get when you have to ask four or five times. And they say yeah. fortunes in the follow up in business, right? And sometimes you don't get that yes until like the sixth or seventh call. And and, and so you just got to be persistent. Um, but it, yeah, it is tough. Like even like uh, in this space, like I, I don't really do red carpets much. Like I started when I was still playing, I would do red carpets. I would be at the ESPYs. I would be at, um, you know, NFL honors, you know, even two years ago, I think it was, or maybe it was the last Super Bowl, last Super Bowl. Uh, no, I don't think I did a red carpet then. But oh, even that for me is too much because it's like my, it's your peers are walking up. And now I got to call my peers. Hey, can I get this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, can you, can I get two minutes with you? You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, uh, yeah. Eh. You feel away. You feel away. 
but that's the stuff you got to fight. That's part of it. That because we, we were talking about the weekly show, and I, I and the reason why I got on that because I I don't need to be in front of the camera. I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Once you get into the conversation, especially with someone you might respect or admire, um, you, and, and then it's like the show for me. Um, you know, started during a time where everybody's locked down, but it was like just the boys getting together. It was our hangout. You know what I'm saying? That was the beauty of it. Yeah, because like everybody living in their own little worlds, doing their own thing, and in those worlds as men, it's like you got your fan, you got your lady, you got your kids, mm-hmm. you got business, and there ain't much mm-hmm. outside of that. Which we do need these healthy outlets. Women, they'll have their group of girls and they'll be talking. We don't be doing that. So that's really what that was and what it is. It's like dudes getting together, just talking. Yeah. <laughs> And people want to hear it. People want to hear you guys. That's what Buddy said. That locker room. And that's what Buddy said in the gym yesterday. Because I asked him, I said, he said, he said I said, uh, so how, how did you find it? Mm-hmm. You know, being in London. And he was like, uh, just during the pandemic, you know, everything locked down. And I was like, so do you watch? Do you still watch? He's like, nah. It's like, I said, why? He said, because I'm busy. You know, like during mm-hmm. the time, you know, everybody was at home. Which makes so, sense because everyone was looking for something to do. People had a lot of um, remote work at that point. A lot of people weren't leaving their homes. So we just got to get it that's back. That's all I want to do. All. If we do just 20, 20, 20 a year, like I could, we could put other people in position. But for me personally, if I just do maybe 20 a year and really like sit down with people I really admire and like, like the Steve Stout one was big for me. Yeah. You know, because. You know, you know advertising and everything he's done with culture. Say it again. Which one was big for me recently? Which one? Um, George Foreman. And main reason is because I love his dynamic uh, as a boxer, like his, his his story. But I'm a huge Ali fan. That has to be the closest I've ever been to Ali was being in a room mm. with George Foreman, and just seeing how like highly he spoke of him and how he renewed their relationship. My dad was a boxing fan. Like, for me, being in the room and hearing the conversation sometimes, if I can, if I'm not, like, too busy on the camera, is is sometimes the best part. Just right. being able to hear those stories live. It's hard for you guys to really uh, be in the conversation when y'all on the cameras like that? Yeah, because you got to remember how far the setup is. So, like, if y'all are just speaking at normal tones, and we also have headphones on with like directors uh, in it. So, you know, sometimes you don't catch all four or all three of the conversations at the same time. So when I, but when I can also hear edit, headphones though. Uh, no, we don't have any headphones to hear you guys. We only have headphones to hear directors. Oh, wow. Yeah. So as an that. editor though, I enjoy <laughs> it because I get to watch the whole episode. <laughs> I always wonder why, like that'd be pissing me off too. I'd be like energy, energy, like, yeah, like they can't. We don't know what you guys are saying. Yeah, We're like, I'm like fifteen feet away. <laughs> <laughs> BC, you got to try it one time, man. We got to get BC on cam op. Not nah. <laughs> BC gonna have my shot. Hey, BC gonna have my shot looking foggy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. better not touch my camera. Yeah, you don't want nah, me on bro. Camera. <laughs> we gotta but, get BC. We need. 
Nah, nah, BC straight. Keep <laughs> BC right where he at. BC yeah. turned into a um a personality now. I'm seeing know. some of the hearing some of the comments and the feedback. They like oh, we love BC. Yeah. They love you too, Andrew. But BC <laughs> no, but I, I agree with real... you, man. I love seeing BC grow into his his personality on the show and everything like that. He's been doing a great job. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> don't even know how to take that. Uh, thank you guys. <laughs> you don't even know how to. Thanks, don't even fellas. know how to take that line real quick, man. <laughs> Well, let's stop patting ourselves on the back, guys. Let's get back to work here. <laughs> so getting back on the football field, Dan, today we are switching from field to court to field to court. But Justin Fields continues to be a hot topic as we head into the NFL offseason. Will the Bears keep or trade Fields, knowing they own the number one overall pick in the NFL draft? Well, Vegas seems to think Fields is being shipped out of Chicago. And according to DraftKings Sportsbook, the Steelers are the favorite to land fields for 2024. The Bears have the second highest odds, followed by the Falcons and Patriots. B, what are the Steelers next season if Fields is the starting QB? I don't know. I don't know. And that's okay. Sometimes on these sports shows, man, we always got to have their answer. Sometimes the right answer is I don't know. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, I definitely believe in fields, but who's who's the play caller? What type of plays are they calling? What is this offense? You know, I, I think that the, the most I can say is there'll be a good team, right? Because we we know that's already the baseline. He's going to make he'll make this team better. He definitely will make it better. Um, but if he's what the if he's in the wrong system with the wrong guy, it could be bad for everyone. You know, and who this do you is get a talented kid. He can make all the throws. He's dynamic on the ground. Um, he works his ass off. He has his head on straight. Um, but it's all about the situation, man. Yeah. So I do like this situation for uh, him, for Justin Fields. Um, but Mike Tomlin has to do a great job of putting the right people around whatever quarterback uh, he brings in, if he brings in a quarterback. Quick question. Who do you think he gets rid of though? Cause they had that, that little quarterback war last season with Kenny Pickett, Mitchell Trubisky and Mason Rudolph. Mm. That's three quarterbacks already there. So if we get well, Justin Fields over there, who are you getting rid of? Well, they just, the Steelers, the day after the Super Bowl released a couple of guys, and Trubisky was one of them. So, oh, sorry, um, I didn't catch that. You already have that. Uh, Kenny, uh, you don't get rid of him. <clears throat> Too early, well, right? You, if you could potentially trade him if there's a value there, but he's a guy that could sit on the bench and, you know, you can see how things unfold over the next year or so. But Kenny could play. I think Kenny could play. Kenny, I'm sorry. I was looking at his record here. He's he's gone seven and five in both years, and next year will be his third year. So, I can see him taking the the Trey Lance route, kind of right. I mean, granted, he played way more than Trey Lance, but he could sit on the bench and learn some right now. That'd probably be the best thing for him. Um, granted, he's not learning from a vet. You know, like if if him and Justin are working together, it's not like they're two vets working. They're actually more in the same position than anything. 
But, B, are you convinced Fields will ultimately be one of the highest-paid QBs in football? I'm not convinced of that yet. Now, that boy down in uh, Houston, CJ, ooh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, oh, man. And, and, and going back to that Mahomes conversation earlier, a CJ Stroud, now, we throw him in that box of guys that could potentially turn into kryptonite. Got to show it. But AFC, that's a problem. That defense, that coach, you know, you add a T. Higgins in that situation too. If he can find his way not being tagged, oh, now you party it. Um, but when it comes to Justin, like, I just don't see him in that same space yet, right? Because he hasn't done it, right? He's flashed. And the one year, you know, he, he got it done on the ground. But you got to be able to do both. You got to be able to and, – and he, he he's flashed. He's done it, but not, like, consistently, not through an entire year where he throws for 300, 400 one week, run for uh, 100 or 200 the next week. Like, he's dynamic, but I need to see it. So I'm not convinced – are confident that he'll be one of the highest paid quarterbacks. I just know the kid has game mm -hmm. and now it's all situational. Can he get in the right system? Will the team put the right people around him? Do, do, quick question before we move forward. Do you see a doppelganger for him? Like just his gameplay? Who would you put him in uh, comparison to? Say a doppelganger? Doppelganger. It's, it's basically a like your your well most people use it as your twin celebrity or something like that but i'm saying like who would mimic his game or who who does his game look the most like wow, wow. you you think highly of me you think you really think i'm a <laughs> that boy you're a scholar, out with bro. no doppelganger you're a doppelganger <laughs> what a what <laughs> y'all know i gotta throw one said? crazy word at y'all a week bro, you be at going, least like, keep doing it too bro it, it... <laughs> bro you sorry guys i read a lot what do you say you heard it before, BC? Yeah, yeah, I know what a doppelganger is. <laughs> a doppelganger? <laughs> yeah, doppel, doppelganger. You know, it's a look alike. Even our text it. It's a look alike. It's a replica. <laughs> yeah, like who's no, his replica? No. Sorry, B. Who is his replica, babe? B. Let me let me use that. Who is his replica? <laughs> <laughs> doppelganger. What? <laughs> yeah, doppelganger, man. <laughs> <laughs> I still got him stumped by the doppelganger. Bro, you just be throwing curveballs, bro. Like my bad, bro. It's all these books I be reading, bro. <laughs> You'll be reading books. Bro. That boy listened to a podcast on how to shoot film. <laughs> Bruh, got um, that so knowledge who's up. this doppelganger? Um, because it's just so early. I just want to get your opinion. Like, who you think his game looks the most like from experience? It's a great question. Um, I, I don't... I don't know if it exists. You have to put a few guys together. Yeah. You have to, like, from a oh, passing like standpoint, to, that's right? the, the the thing that's making it difficult for me, you know, on the, on the ground, you can say you got Josh Allen, you got 
uh, Cam Newton, right? You got guys like that. Mm-hmm. But passing, I just haven't seen it consistently to compare him to anyone. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the thing that's throwing me off. But that's a good start. And again, Josh sometimes, Allen and Cam sometimes a good answer is a, is a, is a non-answer. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. We still you got, know it. We still got like, time. Prove it time. Yeah, I mean, prove it. because, like, <clears throat> you know, is he a gunslinger, mm-hmm. right? Like, gunslinger, Josh Allen, um, you know, Matthew Stafford types, you know, the Brett Farbs types. But then he's also, he also has, like, he's very cerebral. Like, he has, like, he has some really good IQ as well. He's a thinker. You know, he'll sit back and just listen, not talk, just take it all in. So it's like, all right, well, like, is he one of those type of quarterbacks where he has a strong presence in a pocket and he has uh, a lot of control of the offense, getting the guys in and out of certain situations, right? So it's hard for me. Uh, to compare him to anyone because I really don't know, you know, what type of passer he is and thinker, you know? Yeah. That's the difference between quarterbacks as well. Like you got guys out there that's just like, man, they got it. They're just so sharp. Boom. They know what's, about, what's going to happen before it's happening. You got some dudes out there just have a great feel like Patrick Mahomes. He's that IQ is, is getting there over the last couple of years, but Patrick Mahomes is a field guy. He's a he's a baller, mm. you know. There's just some guys out there that have that, you know, which is really interesting for when you think about Patrick Mahomes. He's doing this, you know. Like I, again, he said it himself. But after his first Super Bowl, he was like, "Damn, I I ain't no coverages like that." Man <laughs> hit no coverages. He said it. It's just all instant. Like, it's going back to our our comment earlier in this week, man. Them Pop Warner. Them uh them receiver drills, bro. Like you can't teach me receiver drills. It's all instinct, right, BC? <laughs> it's all instinct. Thirty five years ago. So guys, <laughs> could we uh let's move on a little bit here. Uh, could we see Taylor and Beyonce? Yes, I said Taylor and Beyonce hooking up for a collab in the near future. They've never been enemies but you know clearly they are the biggest in their fields and they get pinned against each other a lot and after beyonce released her two tracks uh, one of them being texas hold'em producer killer b was asked if a possible connection was coming and said just expect a shocker b taylor and beyonce combining forces you in from my uh to hear, no. Okay. Uh, I don't like. I, I. I mean, I'm not even. A, I'm not a huge Taylor fan. Like her, her music doesn't move me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's. I'm not biased because there's some Katy Perry. Like, yeah, <laughs> bring Katy Perry back so in highly. the day. There's some. She had some joints that I actually liked back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Taylor, it doesn't move me. Even like. I don't see her as a performer. Yeah, you know, she's like, not a big performer. I don't know. She's it's not like, a big it's performer. Weird she's not a big it's weird performer. to me. I don't see it. I now, see it. BC? <laughs> I mean, I see it. 
Oh, they saying no. But are you are you are you in? Are you down for it? Huh? Because we don't want the Swifties. Yeah, you don't want the Swifties coming out his eyes. Yeah, I'll let you go. But I think it would be big. But I do what I do. What I would love to see is the impact, right? Because BC, you talked about it yesterday. Yeah, you know her impact on the economy. Brian threw that out there on our show yesterday as far as um, it being the most watched show or the NFL and her impact on that, the NFL, the Super Bowl. Um, And Beyonce also Mm -hmm. was crushing it last year as well. And she is the biggest. And, you know, her tour did some amazing things as well. So seeing them both come out of this last year, amazing 23s, 24 is off to a hot start for both of them and eight, you know, coming together on some things that would be dope from a business perspective. And then also see how they come together and what they create. But musically, I just, you know, I don't see, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see, I would like to see it. Um, It would have a few, you know, a couple storylines, obviously with the history and the award show, Kanye, this, that, everything. But, I think it would be um, huge. It would just, it would shake the industry because you have the top female artists in the world on the same record. Like, yeah, that's gonna do some numbers. The Beehive and the Swifties. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, I already know. Like, I ain't, you know, let hey, the girls have them. Let the young girls have them. But I'm, I mean, business wise, I'm. That's what I'm speaking on. I'm like business wise. Beehive, Swifties, like that's gonna break whatever internet, whatever uh, streaming service you got, Spotify, whatever. Like that's that's gonna, that's gonna break everything. So yeah, for for the business wise, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm not gonna be here. Ah, ah, Beyonce, Taylor, I can't wait to get tickets <laughs> to the show. Uh, nah, bro, like, you know what I mean. But yeah, it definitely hey. it would it would move the industry for sure. I got an idea. I want to know if y'all, because y'all got to notice. Y'all are way too old to not notice. But I have a perfect idea for their music video. Even though they're not from completely different leagues of music, mm-hmm. what if they did a rendition of the Run DMC and Aerosmith Walk This Way video? Mm-mm. Just breaking down those lines. <laughs> no? <laughs> oh, my God, bro. <laughs> You don't see it? This way. Breaking nah, down the wall. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. I, hold on, I'll, dig- hold on. I'll digress <laughs> since he is our musical contributor. But I just, I looked it up and I was like, damn, that will be a really dope idea if they like, like people redo stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. So that would be a perfect thing because they're breaking <laughs> down the wall. They, 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 they breaking down the wall between, you know, these two groups of women. Let me stop. Let me stop. Y'all, yeah. y'all laughing at yeah. me, so... <laughs> <laughs> Bring in this double dinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doppelganger. Yeah, double what was ganger. that? <laughs> double dinger. Doppel doppelganger. Doppel D O P P E L Ganger. Doppelganger. Doppelganger. Ganger. Y'all too smart. So no love no love for my run DMC ideas? No, I'm, I'm a pass. <laughs> All right, here we, All go. Right. we got some we got some interesting news, not breaking news, but Steve Spagnuolo, defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, is getting a contract extension 
to stay with the Chiefs. That's big news for KC. Um, but we will see what happens next year because the Chiefs are going to be in position again. I don't see this mm. defense digressing, digressing. Um, so he could be in position to be a head coach again. And there are some people saying, give him another shot. I don't want to see him as a head coach again. I would love to see Spags stay in KC his as the highest paid yeah. defensive coordinator. Yeah, his most success <laughs> has been as a DC. <laughs> stay there. <laughs> Bro, you are good at your job. <laughs> don't go somewhere and get fired. For real. Like, where are you gonna go? You're gonna leave the one. you're gonna leave the best team and the best quarterback to go where? To try to beat them? That makes no sense. Well, <laughs> <Facts>. I mean <laughs> like what? <laughs> now you gotta just, beat Mahomes. He's not on your side. Big deal, no more. Though. That's a that's a that's a dope job being a head coach of an NFL team, but yeah. So I it'd be hard to pass it up. You get yeah. the opportunity. If he oh, hadn't yeah. done it, okay. But you've done it. Just keep getting rings, bro. You could, anyway. you could be the you could listen. You could be the head coach and of not get it done team. of a losing squad, or you could be possibly one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time. <laughs> hey, BC, let's holler at Dan Quinn you after know? this season and see how he feel. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he left the Cowboys. It's a lot you're giving up by not taking that job. You know, we don't see defensive coordinators with commercials and stuff like that. That's true. Mm, you know, so true. you're sitting back and you got all the perks. Speaking of, man, talk about those State Farm commercials with Andy Reid. He's like a natural. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm, what I'm talking about? I don't Him see and that. Patrick yeah. State Farm commercials? Yeah, dope. Like, it don't even seem like he's trying. It just seemed like that's he's naturally funny. Huh? <laughs> He said, that's why, no, I, that's why I brought it up is because of the commercials you just mentioned. Yeah. Natural, natural. But guys, as you know, I Am Athlete is par partnering with Mobile One for our Behind the Drive series. And our latest guest is one of the best shutdown corners in the NFL and a budding superstar in Denver. Here's a little taste of our conversation with the Broncos, Patrick Sertan. best thing about driving is just like the calmness of the ride just enjoying you know every mile you take you know just looking at the scenery and like every day when I wake up you know in Colorado I see the mountains for me being from South Florida and coming to Colorado and seeing mountains you know instead of beaches just sort of helps me understand that there's more things to life you look at it and it's like man I could be anywhere else, you know what I mean? But I'm just glad I get to see the world, what the world has to offer. All right, guys, make sure you catch more with Patrick Sertan and other content with I Am Athlete and Mobile Ones Behind the Drive. Check it out on the I Am Athlete YouTube page. And a very interesting dis debate sparked on social media yesterday and we need Brandon's thoughts on this. We played the game start, bench, cut recently on paper route, and that same game was proposed with Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts. What broke social media was the fact that a majority of those who commented said they would cut Jalen Hurts. B, how 
how would you do it? Start, bench, cut, Burrow, Herbert, Hurts. Start, bench, bench BC, why are you looking like that? <laughs> <laughs> Explain how BC Bra- was looking. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Marshall here. Andrew <laughs> out west, BC in the booth, Series XM Faction Talk, Channel 103. So, start, bench, cut. And the quarterbacks are Hertz, Burrow, and who? Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. I'm starting Joe Burrow. I'm benching Justin Herbert, and I am cutting uh, Jalen Hurts. Oh, so you you actually agree with social media then? Yeah, Can I do agree. I mean, explain I mean, a little bit. I think I, I don't think it's a debate around who you start. Joe Burrow, man, dude's special. <laughs> dude is special. Um, so I'm excited to get him back healthy next year. See how they put it back together. Um, he's fun to watch. I mean, not only on the field, but his quirkiness off the field as well. Like how what. <laughs> like what he's wearing walking into the stadium. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The dude. Icy glasses. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he have a grill in one time or was it a chain? Like <laughs> He might have, bro. Like what they call him? Um, Joe Cool or something like that? Yeah, Joe Cool. <laughs> so it's hard to not start him. Justin Herbert. Um, I mean, just look at, you know, his production since he's coming to the NFL. You know, we're talking about. 4,500 yards, 4,500 yards, you know, big years. Now you got to bring it together. Now the the argument for Jalen Hurts is that he's a winner, right? So you can't compare, you know, Jalen to them from a passing standpoint, but from just winning leadership standpoint, that's where he thrives. Um, you know, we'll see next year and the following years, you know, who Jalen Hurts really is. And that this wasn't just a a one hit wonder, and I don't think that's the case because he won in high school, he won um, at in college, he's won in the NFL thus far. But at that level, let's see if he can get back to that level. If he get back to that level, then there's going to be these conversations will change because it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. These quarterbacks, they definitely have a better armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy's faster, but Jalen Hurts is a winner, so. It's going to take a, it's going to take some time for him to change that narrative. Okay, I mean that might be my only disagreement, just because Hertz has gone a lot further. I think our text troll actually agrees with me too that Herbert still hasn't proven anything. But fair enough opinion. That's true. Uh, That's true. Let Let's get into some Broncos drama actually, uh, with the most winningest winningest coach of the la- uh, quarterback, sorry, of the last ten years. Uh, They have an interesting situation at QB. Russell Wilson was benched for the final few games of the season for financial reasons. However, Denver is reportedly open to bringing Russ back on a restructured deal, but it does seem like Russ will be cooking somewhere else in 2024. B, where does Russ need to play next season? And is there any insight to that financial stuff? Well, the financial stuff basically is, uh, it's like injury protection. Like if he had got injured, then they would have, had to kick in another 30 something million in guarantee. Um, so that's what that was about. Um, okay. Listen, it isn't, <clears throat> I don't, <clears throat> I don't, it can, it can definitely happen. Uh, Russell staying in Denver. Um, 
but I just don't think that's a good fit. Doesn't seem like he and Peyton clicked. He doesn't seem to be a Peyton guy, right? Um, and I'm just being honest there. You know, uh, I would like to see Russ in another situation where he's more appreciated for who he is and what he brings to the table. Um, but it, he doesn't seem to be appreciated in Denver. Just hasn't happened there. So going back to going back to Denver, I don't care what the deal looks like. Doesn't make sense. Um, now the teams that are in need of a quarterback, the Patriots, the Falcons, the Steelers, those are the top three that everyone's talking about. There will be other teams in play, even the Giants. Like, what would the Giant? What would the Giant? What are they going to do? You know, are they mm-hmm. Danny Dimes coming back? Are they satisfied there? Are they going to go in the draft? Will they even dabble in free agency? Not free agency, or some of these quarterbacks that are available. But I would like to see him move on. And I think the, uh, you know, just like with Justin, those three teams would be, those are good. Those are good positions for these quarterbacks. Great teams for these quarterbacks. Atlanta Steelers. Um, so those are interesting. Let me ask you this then, as a follow up, we know what Russ has done, but he's going into his thirteenth year now. Is there anything else left to prove for him to make it into the hall at this point? Oh yeah, for sure. I think you want to you, you know, as a competitor, as a player, you you want to end on a high note. You want you don't want to end with all of this commentary, negative commentary around you. So absolutely, I think if I'm Russell, I want to get in the right situation and go have, you know, two or three great years and just kill the narrative. Aaron Rodgers was able to do that. Now, Aaron Rodgers' stuff was more so about who he is as a teammate, you know, et cetera, et cetera, all the personal stuff. And then some personal stuff. And within three months being in New York, the narrative totally changed. And, and it was so fast. Mm. It was amazing to see it, right? He's the greatest teammate. Oh, my goodness. Look how selfless he is. He just gave back $30 million so they can go get other guys and be ready at the trade. They, want, they have to make move, move. So, like, um, it can happen for Russ as well. And if Russ does move on, who else do you see sliding into that slot of QB1 in Denver under Peyton? Well, just some of the things that I ran into Coach Peyton, and I talked to him about some of this commentary with Russ, and, you know, you know I'll keep that between us because um, I didn't. It was, I didn't talk to him in a way like in a in a professional setting where it was like he know this you know things can come out. But anyways, one of the things that he said and he said this publicly was, uh, you know, when he was doing his media rounds, like this is the week for them to start breaking down the quarter like the the roster right, like looking at the college guys, free agency, which they said they already started like looking at you know, filling some gaps in free agency. So um, I think they're looking in a draft. Now, do they have what it takes to move up? That's going to be hard for them. 
But that's what was coming out last week. The Denver Broncos looking in a draft and find trying to find a way to move up to get a guy. Mm-hmm. Now, do they have the compensation? Do they have that? Do they have what it takes to move up? I don't know if they do. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I mean, there's so many options that could go to Denver, and Denver's a nice place, and Peyton's a winner. So, but this well, is, this I, next I, I, I don't, uh-huh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is Denver, I mean, in Denver an attractive place? Like, I don't know if it is. Is it? The pl- it is. <clears> if the you're city? a nature person, I would say <clears throat> the city or the team. The team. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think oh, the, I like the city. The team. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm like the way on the team. I don't like the way it went down with Russ and just how Peyton went about it. Like that's a big deal. And because he has the backing of the ownership and the the of management, they didn't come out and defend Russ on anything either. So I don't That's right. If I was Russ, I'm not trying to go back into that uh that situation at all. And it may be not as attractive to somebody looking at it on the outside looking in, like mm. I don't know if I want to go over there if they're going to hang, handle me this way. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't know how they're going to go about filling this filling that spot. Of course they're going right, to right. look into bringing him back. They probably can't find anybody else that want to come and take that job. <laughs> they're like, "You know what? Let's maybe we go bring Russ back. Why so you could do me like that again and bench me in week 8?" Like, "No, nah, I'm not coming back for this." I agree with you on that be like, "I'm not no, no matter what the deal looks like." Fair enough. Y'all just Fair y'all enough. just y'all just tried to save yourselves thirty million dollars by sitting me down. So why would I come back and sign another similar type of uh contract? Right, right, right. And it hasn't seemed yeah, to be a, the best system for him either, according to the record. Peyton listen, uh Peyton Manning has come out and said that he thinks the Denver Broncos are gonna be better next year. Drew Brees said the same thing. You know, we'll see. We'll see. It's interesting hearing them talk because Peyton is a Denver Bronco guy. You know, he's in a building, so he's supposed to say that. It, it, well, no, it's it's like the the way they're talking because it's like, well, the writing's on the wall that Russell won't be there. So it seemed like for them to come come out and say that, it's like they side with the Denver Broncos. And Coach Payton on Russ was the problem. Exactly. Right? And the same thing when you hear how Drew was talking last week. It's the same thing. Like, he was like, yeah, I just don't feel like, you know, the the, the pace and um, how quickly the offense was moving. Like, it just didn't seem like that was a Sean Payton type offense. And next year, I think they'll be better. How do you think? You know, they were talking. How does he think they're going to be better? You don't even know who's going to be under center. Right. Because that's what they're saying. Basically, is like Russ was the problem. It's just crazy. The kid almost had 30 touchdowns, eight interceptions, right? They turned their season around. You know, just like it was for nothing. It's the business. Like, it's the business. Yeah. Guys, let's run a quick two minute drill as we don't have much time left, but I do want to get your opinions on this. Let's get back into that LeBron topic that we brought up earlier in the show. So, Word has come out that the Sixers has actually also made an inquiry about LeBron. But like I said, we got a two-minute drill. So just give me you guys' opinions on Embiid and LBJ together. That would be crazy. 
I like that. Um, More than stuff? I just can't. Yeah, I like that better. I like that better. But um, actually, no, I like this. I like uh, Braun and Steph better than Embiid and Steph. But I do like it. But I just can't see that happening, BC. Yeah, no, nah, I can't you know, see I, that. I can see him going to New York, but I can't see him going to Philly. Nah, he won't go. Yeah, the only place he's leaving L.A. for at all is is New York. Madison Square Garden, the final the ooh now the final act on Broadway. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. ooh. yeah, I wish ooh, I saw BC bar. face. Ooh. That's the idea. <laughs> that would be nasty. You know, <laughs> it just sounds good. I mean, you know, the final sounds act fire. on Broadway, I mean, Bron. That would be that would be legendary too, man. You get me excited about this. The Knicks. For how how long? Brunson took James. Yeah, that would be been at the bottom, like yeah, struggling to get back to relevancy, struggling to get back into contention. And right now they're looking good. And if you were to add somebody like that again, me personally, I'm still mad about 2010 him not picking the New York Knicks and going to Miami and all of that stuff. So I'm still holding that against him. However, (laughs) yes. LeBron James. 14 years later. Uh, yes. LeBron James <laughs> on the New York Knicks would be kind of crazy. It would be a good show. That would be a way to go out if he can do it. Now, since you're the mercenary and getting championships in every city, if he could bring one and end the drought in NY, I might got to put him next to I, I got to put him next to MJ on that. If he was to do that, that's the last thing I need. You could die happy with that one. Yeah, if he could do that, <laughs> I'll put him next to MJ with that for sure. You think? You think Spike might love that? Spike would go crazy. Spike would love it. Spike would probably. Spike would honestly. He'll probably make a movie about that shit. Right. <laughs> exactly. The day LeBron landed in Madison. Exactly that part. <laughs> so, but look, I also see that the Sixers tried to also get LeBron, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. Like they made. Uh, <laughs> Overture. They tried to make the, the, the Monstars? Yeah, they tried to make Overtures <laughs> to just get anybody. I think they were just like throwing something in the wind and just called every owner like, hey, do you want to give up this guy? No, 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 no. yeah, all right, all right cool. Well, I'm just, that went down, <laughs> so it made sense. Huh? Because these conversations happened after NBA went down, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure. So they probably right were just trying de- to save the season, to be honest. Yeah, with right you. before the deadline, try the last ditch effort, see if anything, you know, shake the tree real quick, see if something falls out. They got nothing. Yeah. They got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing fell out of that damn tree. Well, guys, I had a great time. I hope you got, you guys did as well. Um, for Sirius XM Faction Talk 103, I'm Woo from the West. That's VC from the booth, and that's my Italian compadre, B. Uh, what you about to do, B, go to dinner or something? Yeah, we actually have a dinner coming up here in like an hour or so. So this is uh, night two in Madrid. All Last right, night go. was amazing. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Peace. Faction talk.